0: Hello. So I have a favor to ask. Quirky HR is nominated in the New London Days Best of Contest. So that is a contest local to me in Connecticut, where I'm one of five podcasts that were nominated for the Best of category. And I'm hoping that if you're a listener of this podcast and you enjoy, I do, that you head on to the show notes and there will be a link in there that will link you right to the voting page. You can vote once a day and voting is open until the end of April. So if you feel like supporting me and the podcast and what we do, I would really appreciate the support. Thanks so much. Hello there. Thank you so much for tuning into Quirky HR. I'm giving you a solo episode today. And this episode has been motivated by some of the stuff that we've been having to do in our consulting practice or in my consulting practice. So, if you're new here and you haven't listened to um, a lot of the episodes, I own an HR consulting company called Boss Consulting HR. And we help small businesses in Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Massachusetts primarily with their small business and HR needs. And we've actually been having to do a number of layoffs recently. And it's something that we've had to do in our career and in in the life of Boss Consulting, not within my company, but for, for clients, You know, we all went through the pandemic, and I distinctly remember early on, we were working with a transportation company that lost about 75% of their business and revenue essentially overnight because of the pandemic and the shutdown in March of 2020. And we had to lay off the entire staff, and it was really hard It was really hard. I was sad because my contract with them was sunsetting, and um, obviously, if they couldn't afford their staff, they couldn't afford our services, but it's, it's not an easy decision to make, and it's not an easy activity to carry out, and so I thought we could spend a little bit of time just going through what is best practice when it comes to having to do a layoff, and... As with a lot of the advice that might come through in this podcast, you know, if you are facing it within your company, you want to make sure that you're consulting an expert. Um, you may want to consult an attorney just to make sure that you are being compliant because there are some compliant functionalities and necessities around doing a layoff. So we'll talk a little bit about that and we'll talk about some of the best practice that I have found over the course of my career. And I would love to hear from you. So if you've had to do layoffs and if you have learned something that was really helpful in delivering that messaging or um, helped you kind of process through having to deliver that messaging, I think that would be great information for those that listen to this podcast to have. So please engage. I would love to hear from you and we'll get into it. So. So. What is a layoff? And it's interesting. This question came up a lot at the beginning of the pandemic because many companies were doing furloughs instead of a layoff. And from a technical perspective, they are essentially the same thing. They are a loss of work due to a business impact. Um, But the way that I would describe it to my clients is that a furlough is essentially A reduction in hours, and it might be a partial reduction or a full reduction, you know, two to four to six weeks that they cannot work because they cannot pay you and they cannot afford to pay you. And it can also look like a partial reduction. So maybe you are reduced from 40 to 20 hours for a couple weeks just to kind of cut down on the payroll expenses due to business impact and and being able to afford those payroll expenses. And with a furlough, I feel like the messaging is more that the intention is to bring someone back to work, um, but the technicalities of a furlough and a layoff are the same. And so a layoff, on the other hand, is the same thing, right? It's, it's we cannot sustain your position or your position has been eliminated or lack of work or whatever that may be. And then the messaging becomes that there's no timeline or no anticipation that they will be able to bring you back to work. And we had our clients doing some, you know, unique things during the pandemic where they would furlough people, but keep them on their benefits because we all didn't know what was happening with the pandemic and they wanted to really do right by their employees. And then we had other clients where it was a full-blown layoff and they laid them off and sent them COBRA paperwork and really kind of finalized that uh, severing of the employment relationship. But essentially, when you have to do a layoff, it essentially means that you are eliminating a position or there is not enough work. For That position to exist anymore. And it can happen for a couple different reasons. It can happen because business has changed and there is no longer a need for that position from a business um, activity standpoint. Or it can also be from a restructuring. So maybe you've restructured or there's been a merger or an acquisition and you don't need all of the positions that maybe previously existed in your organization. So that's what a layoff is. There's a couple of compliance things that you want to think about. And the primary one is called the WARN Act. So the WARN Act is a federal law It stands for the Worker Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act, so WARN. And it doesn't apply to everybody. It only applies to employers that have 100 or more employees. And there are some additional parameters around notification and number of layoffs and percentage of, of workers impacted. But essentially, with the WARN Act, it requires employers to abide by a notification period in the event of a layoff. Now, there's something else that employers need to be aware of. And sometimes in the industry, we refer to them as mini WARN Acts, which is essentially a state level Warn Act. So maybe you don't have 100 or more employees, so you're not subject to federal Warn provisions, but maybe your state has a mini Warn Act that might apply to you. So from a compliance perspective, you want to make sure that you are abiding by any Warn Act if it applies to you and any mini Warn Act if that applies to you. And of course, there's some compliance considerations Um, as there would be with any termination. So I exist in Connecticut, and we have rules around when we have to provide someone their final paycheck. If it's an involuntary termination, we have to provide them information about unemployment. And so kind of an overall high-arching Piece of guidance is that you want to make sure that you're checking, of course, with your state and federal laws that might apply to you related to layoffs or just involuntary terminations in general, right? Do you have to pay out your PTO? Do you have to give them their final paycheck by a certain amount of time? Do you have to give them notification? Is there any notification period? So every state is different. I can't speak to them all, obviously. So you wanna make sure that you're abiding by whatever parameters exist in the state that you're doing business in. But let's talk about kind of, once the decision is made that you have to do a layoff, it then becomes, well, who gets laid off? And it should always be a business decision, right? We have concerns around discriminatory practices related to the decision making for layoffs. And so when you're having those conversations around who are we going to lay off, it should you should try to be as objective as possible. So some companies use a, you know, the last one in is the first one out and that determines who gets laid off. Um, some companies do choose to go the performance route, so the the lowest performers are the ones selected for a layoff. And of course, with that, you want to just make sure that you have the appropriate documentation to support that decision making. And then I also think it's important to think about if there's any other creative ways that you could go about the restructure or the need to reduce hours that maybe doesn't result in a full-blown layoff. So is there a way to reduce hours? Is there a way to do a voluntary layoff where you notify your team, your employees, your group of employees that a layoff has to happen? And would anyone like to voluntarily be laid off? And then there's considerations around unemployment and contesting that and and all of that. But um, sometimes you can get creative, and it doesn't result in somebody having to lose their job. But You do need to make the decision of what does that look like? Who is going to be impacted by the layoff? And um, is it going to be full positions, some part-time positions? What does that exactly look like? So once you've decided who is going to be impacted by the layoff, then it becomes how are we going to communicate it? It's funny, I actually had a client tell me that um, we don't do layoffs on Fridays don't you know that? And I said, well, no, because no one is less sad that they lost their job on a Friday versus on a Tuesday, right? It's it's not fun to have to to lay someone off or tell someone that they're losing their job and so I don't really subscribe to kind of those old school ideas around when is the best time to do a layoff or you know, do it on this day versus this day. I don't believe in those, but I do believe in the concept of planning the communication around those layoffs. So when are you going to do it? Are you going to do it in the morning? Are you going to do it in the afternoon, the evening? Because then there is some additional planning that needs to happen once the layoff message is delivered. And then you also want to consider what type of support will HR provide post layoff? So will human resources help employees file for unemployment? Or do you need to engage in maybe an outplacement service or resume writing service? There's also considerations as to whether or not you're able to and are willing to offer severance for those that are being laid off. So all of these decisions and strategies really need to be mapped out before you actually deliver the message and have those conversations. So once you've had those decisions made and you have some assemblance of a plan, you then want to think about how are we actually going to formulate and deliver this message day of. I will say that there's no right way to deliver the news of a layoff there's a wrong way <laughs> as you might have seen in some of the news articles um, about some large companies doing layoffs there's an impersonal way you know if you've watched up in the air the movie up in the air they they do terminations via Skype and it's very impersonal and that's not really the kind way to do a layoff so there's definitely a wrong way but there's no right way so you should really, Tune into what feels right for your organization. Do you want to give your employee the heads up and let them know that they're being laid off with a future date of layoff? Or is it effective immediately? We've done them both ways where it is effective immediately and we walk someone out. And then we've also done the alternative where we let someone know ahead of time that they're losing their job and then. You know, there's a couple days or even a couple weeks where they're continuing to work um, before the layoff takes effect. And I think some of that is driven by the position and the person, right? Are they in a position where um, there's a high level of trust in that position and with that person, and there's not concerns over any um, mismanagement or inappropriate behavior in their last couple weeks? When you're having the conversation with the employee, you generally want to be as straight to the point as possible. It's really important not to beat around the bush or sugarcoat anything. And you also don't necessarily need to elaborate, right? It's At the end of the day, it should be a business decision, and so you should walk into that meeting feeling comfortable that you can communicate to that employee that it is strictly a business decision. If you're not able to communicate that confidently, then maybe you need to take a step back and really reassess who are we laying off and why, and do we need to kind of revisit those decisions to make sure that we are making the best decision and the most appropriate Once you deliver the message, you do want to be prepared for the employee to get emotional. Um, It is not easy to lose your job, and it's scary, and you're not sure around what's going to happen next. So be prepared and give yourself enough time so that if the employee does get emotional, that they have the opportunity to kind of sit in that feeling and that you're not rushing them out the door. I also received a really good piece of advice In a leadership training that I participated in many, many years ago, and it was around general terminations, not just layoffs, but it was described as when you're having to deliver a a bad message like that, right, you're losing your job or you're terminated or whatever it may be, you want to think about what's in it for them. So when I do terminations or layoffs, the message of the event is generally really quick and to the point. And then I spend the time with the employee to talk about, okay, here's what's happening with your benefits. When are they ending? When will they receive COBRA paperwork, if applicable? And can they file for state insurance, right? So what's happening to their benefits? What do they do about unemployment? How do they file? Will you be contesting their right to collect unemployment, which I hope not. If it's a true layoff, that would be horrible and not very kind. Um. But giving them that information so that they know, okay, this is happening to me, I'm getting laid off, but here's a couple things that I can focus on that will help make that transition easier, right? So thinking about what's in it for them. And then if you are able to provide them with any documentation that supports that they were laid off and it wasn't a termination for cause, that can also help in these moments And then also considering, are you able to provide them a letter of reference, whether it's a positive one or just kind of a neutral one, right? And then of course, if you're offering severance, you want to make sure that you explain to them the process of severance and how long they have to make that decision. And what do they do if they want to take the severance package, right? All of that should be explained to them. And then you want to give them an opportunity to ask questions. I do find that most people are really kind of in shock when when losing their job. And so they might not have questions in that moment. But making space and allowing for them to come back with any questions once they've had a chance to kind of think about and ruminate on on the decision and on the action can really help. And um, that's a great way for HR to offer support. So once you deliver the message, then it becomes a matter of kind of checking some boxes, right? Are you going to walk them out? Do you need to collect their keys? Should you shut off their IT? Um, all of those things that you would normally think about in a offboarding or termination checklist, do you want to make sure that those are all taken care of in in the case of a layoff? And then it can be really good to follow up with the employee afterwards you know, maybe a couple days afterwards to see if they need anything to keep those lines of communication open. Again, I think that's where HR can really do some good work and show their value in an organization and be that strategic partner is really showing the human side of that it's not an easy decision. And we recognize that it was hard. But how can we support you? You then want to think about how are we communicating this information to the rest of our team? I usually like for that messaging to come from the very top, and maybe HR has to craft that message and the president or CEO just sends it out, but I think that it's really important that the message and the notification and any information that might explain the reasoning for these decisions comes from the very top. That's really important from a culture perspective. So that's what I've got. Um, Obviously, it's not the only way to do layoffs. And again, I would love to hear from you. uh, If you've had to do them, what have you learned from a best practice perspective to make it easier on you, on your team, your managers, and on the employees that are impacted? So feel free to connect with us on social, on LinkedIn, on Instagram. And we'll catch you in the next episode.